Sebastian Bellin's story is just unbelievable. A bomb goes off in the Brussels airport. He's lying in a pool of blood and he can't move. People are running by him because they're worried another bomb is gonna go off and no one is stopping to help him. The first thing he does is he grabs a scar from a dead woman who's lying next to him and he ties a tourniquet around his leg to stop the bleeding. Then he starts screaming at the people who are running by him. Please help me. I'm a father of two little girls who will grow up without a dad if you don't help me. Remember, Sebastian is six foot, 11 inches tall and was weighing in at about 250 pounds. He wasn't an easy guy to move. Finally, a few people stopped, got together to put him on a luggage cart and pushed him to safety. He had quickly moved into survivor mode and that definitely saved his life. This is Beyond, a podcast about people doing extraordinary things. Seb should be happy the fact that he's alive, the fact that he survived that ordeal, and he's able to go on walks with his family. But the guy's a former pro basketball player. Since his recovery, he's run the Brussels Marathon, and now the guy wants to do an Ironman. That's the voice of Bob Babbitt, Ironman Hall of Famer, talking about Sebastian Bellin, who in his own words, got thrown a pretty big pickle in Brussels airport in 2016. Beyond is about triathletes, but it isn't about race results, rankings, or just the pros. It's about the humans who are drawn into this great sport, their backstories and life-changing events that drew them into triathlon, and in turn, what triathlon did for them and to them. I didn't necessarily need to get blown up, <laughs> you know, but I think there's, there, there's, there's something that comes very natural for me from the moment that I, I came to. There's, there's something natural that came to me that said, listen, this is your, this is your cross to bear, but if you bear it, um, I think it can be a pretty good example for others. Um, there's, there's something there. I, don't, I, can't, I can't put my finger on it just yet, but this is the journey so far that, that I find myself on. This episode of Beyond is about Sebastian Bellin, a former professional basketball player who, as you've heard, was blown up in the 2016 Brussels airport bombing. Sebastian survived with extensive injuries, but during his three months restricted to a hospital bed, he made a surprising decision. With no experience of endurance sport or triathlon, Sebastian decided he was going to compete in an Ironman race. The big pickle. I think I think life um, prepared me pretty well for getting blown up. Um, I had a lot of unique experiences, you know, being born in Brazil, living on three continents of the world before the age of ten, learning four languages before the age of twelve. Like I, I saw the world, I saw cultures, I saw a lot of amazing things. Being a professional basketball player, working in the world of startups, uh, these are all things that you know life in hindsight was preparing me to have the skill sets to uh, when it threw me, you know, a, a, a pretty big pickle, um, I was able to, to overcome it and, and come out of it, you know, in many circumstances, even better than before. Ironically, uh, after having lived all those experiences, those unique experiences, uh, it took, you know, being, being five yards from uh, a, the, the second bomb at Brussels airport uh, from almost losing my two legs and dying, that's really what clicked 
and made me aware and realize that, yeah, life has given me a second chance. You might as well make the best of it. When, when you're dying, um, life gives you a pretty uh, simple and unique perspective. When, when you're dying, your focus is very simply not to die. Your, your, your focus is to be a survivor. You want to survive the moment. So once you come out of that al alive, once you survive, well, the simplicity of surviving, of what your focus was, it, it carries over into other aspects of your life. So in everything you do, you find it much easier to just simply focus on the simplicity of what's needed in that moment. One of the main themes in surviving this, uh, the, the terrorist attacks, in overcoming death in the second chance, one of the main themes is the difference between being a victim and a survivor. A victim is somebody who, after the experience, becomes less than the experience. You die, well, yeah, you're no longer alive, you're a victim. You're a survivor if you overcome that experience. And so in my mind, I'm not a victim. I'm different, I'm handicapped, I'm disabled. I can't do certain things like before, but certainly I don't see myself as not even close to being a victim because there are lessons from overcoming these challenges, the death in itself, that make me a better person, that give me a different perspective on life. I'm not a victim, I'm a survivor. Everyone can be a good mathematician. You know, looking back on that day, I'm, I am impressed at how much your body can ignore pain. Like how amazing your body is at survival. It is unbelievable. If, if I was to really think, was I really in pain for those hour and a half when I was fighting for my life for two hours that I was on the airport, at the airport, that's not what comes to mind. Besides when, besides my foot hitting the pole, besides, you know, moving the first time my hip, um, I don't, pain is not something that I felt. I didn't feel. My body was so resilient and so focused on surviving, survival mode that is, I, I almost feel like sometimes I was, I was on autopilot. I just pressed um, autopilot and my body was like, all right, I got you. <laughs> and it, it, I am, I'm amazed. I'm a, I'm a flat out, flat, I have such a respect for the human body. And that's why when you survive something like that, you know, the human body becomes such a, a mountain of respect. Like you treat it better. You, you don't you don't abuse a gift like that. You don't you you make the effort to treat it with the respect and kindness that it deserves. Because I'm telling you, we are we we have a we have a plethora plethora of um of positivity within ourselves that we we use very little of, and um, 
and, and yeah, that 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 to me is the number one takeaway from this uh, from this uh, from this experience. I the human body amazes me, and it's and that's what I want to keep challenging because I know my body can take it. What my body has been through and overcome is very similar to an Ironman. Um, it's long distance, it's endurance, it's a journey. Um, I know my body has been through hell and back, and I'm still here. I'm still alive, you know, and almost kicking, so to speak. But I also know that you can push your body. And you can push your limits. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, again, I'm not going to uh, finish on the podium of an Ironman because I, I'm realistic. I am limited. But I do know that I can push my body. And, and my body can take it. You know, everybody's body can take it. Um, some people have to train harder. I, I, I always tell, I always tell my daughter this, look, you can be a good mathematician. Everybody can be a good mathematician. Everybody can be a runner. You might have to work harder at being a good mathematician or being a good runner than somebody else. But you can be a good runner. It's just a question of how long do you stick at it? Your body can take it. Your mind can take it. It's capable of. But do you stick with it? Do you have the resilience to keep going at it and not giving up? You know, people say, oh, yeah, but I will never be able to do that. That's not true. You can do it. You can't, your, your, your body can physically do it. But you're not sticking to it or you're not training harder enough and long enough in order to reach it. A Second Chance. You know, becoming a professional athlete is very different than uh, the second chance I got of being a triathlete. Um, when you're a professional athlete, you start, you know, it starts at 13, playing with your buddies. And then, uh, you know, you grow a little bit and you become all of a sudden a good JV player. And then all of a sudden you become a good high school uh, player and then you're on the junior national team and you keep growing some bit and then you get offered a scholarship and then you go to college and you're having fun with your buddies and you know you win a NCAA championship a conference championship and then all of a sudden you know you get offered a uh, professional contract and the, the the gradual journey is one that is, you don't really realize it. And, and, and honestly, you, you take it for granted sometimes because it's just a gradual, you know, step-by-step -step process, but you don't realize those steps you're taking. And with this time around, like, I'm very aware of that. I'm very aware of the second chance that life gave me. I'm very aware of um, the, the step-by-steps that it took me to go from a hospital bed to a wheelchair to uh, crutches, to a walker, to a limp, 
you know, to I'm, every one of those steps I'm very, I'm very aware of. And I want to find, uh, I'm, I'm almost obsessed with finding the, the, uh, the tools that I can maybe um, give to other handicap athletes or other disabled athletes um, to help them overcome their handicaps. One of the easy ways to apply a simplistic approach to your everyday life is to separate things between wants and needs. What, what people usually focus their energy on is their wants without even realizing it. Something that you want, you can often quantify. Something that you truly need is very hard to quantify. So beating death teaches you to really focus all your energy on the quality in your life because that's not quantifiable. And when something's not quantifiable, it's very easy to get enough, so to speak, of what you need. Everybody has, every, everybody carries a bag. You know, you go to the gym, you go to the track, whatever you do, you carry a bag. And you find a lot of people who focus their energy on quantity. Well, they stuff those bags with a lot of stuff, you know, a second house, uh, cars, uh, new, what, whatever. And that bag gets heavy. And after a while, that luggage gets really hard to carry through life. On the other hand, you find people who their focus, their energy goes on quality, you know, love, uh, tolerance, open-mindedness. Well, put that all in your bag. It doesn't weigh anything. And those are the people that move, you know, that move through life at an incredible speed with that energy that's very noticeable. So my challenge to my girls, to people around me is always, that, what are you putting in your bags? Are you stuffing your bags with, you know, so much material that it weighs you down? Or are you, are you packing your bags with the quality that's the focus in life, but that will never weigh you down? It's impossible. Not all sunshine and rainbows. Let me, let me be, I'm going to be honest. There's, this is not all positive. You know, there are very dark days. What I saw, what I experienced that day, um, I, it's not nice having my mind go back to that moment. It's not nice being reminded of what the suffering, the pain, the horrors that I saw. So there are very dark days. But those are the days when my challenges, you know, the, the challenge of uh, an Ironman, of a triathlon becomes even more important because in a way I kind of melt into the track. I go out to the track and every lap that I, that, that I, that I run becomes a way of overcoming, you know, that, that, that bad day. And it's like you're piling on, you're overcoming that challenge, you're, 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 you're getting stronger. You are not allowing yourself to be a victim, you are surviving. And every lap, every, every, uh, every mile on that bike, every kilometer you swim in, in, in every day in training, well, it's one more way of overcoming and not becoming a victim. I find positivity is, is a snowball effect. You know, it's sometimes the first step is the hardest. It's hard to be positive sometimes in the worst case scenarios. But that first step of positivity very often leads to a second step and then a third step and then a fourth step. And then you find yourself, you know, next to somebody who's also attracted to that positive energy. Now, those people can be annoying. 
those people can be sometimes, you know, I get it all the time, where it's not something that is comes um, that's easy for some people to handle. But on the other hand, you know, being annoyingly positive beats being a victim. Being annoyingly positive beats being somebody who drains. I want to be my. I want what I would love to do is be a person who gives, because that's also my therapy. You know, life gave me a second chance. I want to give, and by giving, you also automatically receive that same energy you put out into the world. One of the most challenging things that I find is when a young athlete comes to you and tells you, and I meet this a lot, and says, oh man, you know, I work so hard and I, you know, I went, I went to practice, I did extra, I spent the whole summers working out and I didn't make the team or I'm not getting what I, and, and I always look at them and say, listen, you're, you're thinking very short term, you know, because the skill sets of work ethic, of determination, of passion, though that skill set can be translated into any other facet of life. And I think I'm a little bit that. You know, I, I've always, I think, been a pretty hard worker, been very passionate, put a lot of energy into it, and maybe it hasn't manifested itself in certain areas of life. But I know that when life gave me like a really big, you know, challenge to overcome, well, all those uh, skill sets and tools that I had accumulated over years and years of experiences, it paid off in that moment. I'm handicapped and I have a handicap for the rest of my life, but to me, it's not a dirty word. A handicap is something that can be improved. Just like a golf, a golf handicap, you can improve a golf handicap. And so I see, you know, being a triathlete, um, being a runner, I see each mile that I run more, um, a way of finding uh, an approach or a method, an equation to uh, improve my handicap. So it's a lifelong challenge. I'm a disabled athlete. Um, I'm a challenged athlete in, in many areas. But on the other hand, I, I'm given this opportunity to find ways to overcome that handicap. And that's what to me, a handicap, you know, kind of your, your scarlet letter is to say, hey, your handicap, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to yeah, feel sorry for yourself, be a victim? Or are you going to find ways to overcome your handicap and share it with the rest of the world? And that's a survivor. I'm aware that there are negative people in the world. There are people who will always uh, spew hate. There are people who are never satisfied. And that's fine. I don't waste energy on that. But I think somebody who consistently overcomes challenges, you can never take that away from them. It's like winning a championship. You win a championship, you can have the ugliest shot in the world. You can have the worst running form in the world. You can be the, the, the most out of shape guy. But if you want a championship, you want a championship. So if you finish an Ironman, if you overcome a challenge, if you are overcome a disability, a handicap, anybody can say whatever they want. They're, they're free to choose the experience that I experienced in their own way. But at the end of the day, I achieved it. And so there's something there, there's a purity, there's, there's a beauty in there that at the end of this challenge, at the end of this experience, it's mine. No one can take it away.
I didn't necessarily need to get blown up. I was stuck, you know, days after the attacks, or I was on a hospital bed for three months. And I'm not talking about like in a hospital bed, like I couldn't move. My leg was attached to, you know, unbelievable devices. I could not move. I ate, I went to the bathroom, I showered, like everything was on that bed for three months. And for a professional athlete, for someone who's dedicated their life to movement, to achieving movement at the highest levels, that's really hard. And it's in some cases, it was, it drove me crazy. And so I was in a very extreme situation. And what's the opposite extreme? How do you find balance? Balance is the sum of two extremes. So in that very moment to keep my sanity uh, of being stuck on a hospital bed, well, the opposite extreme was to one day run an Ironman. I had no idea whether I'd be doing it with legs or whatever, but I knew that that was my focus. And so it became my focus and it became a way for me also to find my balance. Because again, two extremes add them together and you find balance. I didn't necessarily need to get blown up, <laughs> you know, to, but I think there's, there, there's, there's something that comes very natural for me from the moment that I, I came to. There's, there's something natural that came to me that said, listen, this is your, this is your cross to bear, but if you bear it, um, I think it can be a pretty good example for others. Um, there's, there's something there. I don't, I can't, I can't put my finger on it just yet, but this is the journey so far that, that I find myself on. Three years ago, I was practically dead. You know, I saw, I saw a lot of horrible stuff. So when I smile, I, I, I really mean it. Like I'm smiling. Are there really dark moments in my life? Yes. But those are like instances where I think I'm able to get over those with the challenges and learn the lessons from those, from those challenges. Uh, it's not something that I will focus on. I choose to focus on the positive. I choose to focus on these challenges that life gave me and make the best of it. I am one of those guys that kind of has a, a, a strange DNA. You know, like you look at him and it's like, what's his, what's his deal? You know, like, is this, is this for real? Like, what's he, what's he doing? But I, I also think that when, when life hands you like some of the worst imaginable uh, experiences or trauma, it's like, it's two things. Again, it's as simple as, do I want this experience to make me a victim or a survivor? And, it, and that's when I do get a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, all right, life, you know, and I talk to life. I said, all right, man, you, you're throwing me this stuff. Watch this. And I, and I kick in and I think that life listens. I think that life watches and sooner or later, you're like, okay, I'm getting, I've given this guy enough <laughs> crap. You know, let me throw him a bone here and there. And that's the positivity that lands in my lap without me even asking. I think it's a way where like, Hey, he's okay. You made your point. Now here's some good stuff. And, and that's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm pretty good at accumulating that good stuff, but I have to sometimes go through some pretty crappy moments to get there. I wouldn't say I impressed myself. What, what I would say is that that experience engraved in me even stronger it's like, you know, you, you, you make a mark on something and then you take a hot iron and you engrave it into your skin. Like 
I'm what that experience really made me believe that my approach to life, there's something in it. There's something that I need to share with others. There's something that I need to keep experimenting in order to find ways to share with others. Because it's not the right approach. It's not the only approach. But I know that there's something there that I need to keep working at, you know, keep crafting that skill in order to help others and pass on so that others can use it as well. Sebastian is certainly a unique human being and undoubtedly a survivor. His drive, determination, and humility is inspiring. We wish him well with his training and all his efforts to compete in an Ironman event. Go get him, Sebastian. Please subscribe to Beyond for the next story of humans doing inspiring things against the odds. This is Eric Yulsonen. Triathlon literally saved my life. I hope it can do the same for you. Beyond is brought to you by Hoka One One and Iron Man. Thank you.